grace, mercy, and peace are yours through the Triune God. Whether you're listening from far away or next to beautiful Seneca Lake, we hope that through the reading and proclaiming of Scripture, you hear God's wisdom, challenge, and blessing for you today. If you're able to worship with us on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m., we at Hector Presbyterian Church would love to share Christ's peace with you. Let us pray that we might hear God's voice. Pour out your Holy Spirit, O God, and prepare our hearts to accept your word. Silence in us any voice but your own, that, hearing, we may delight in your will and walk in your way. Through Christ our Savior. Amen. Read song song. On my bed, night after night, I look for the one, one whom I love with all my heart. I looked for him, but couldn't find him. I will rise now and go all around the city, through the street, square. I will look for the one whom I love with all my heart. I looked for him, but couldn't find him. The guards found me, those who make their rounds in the city. The one whom I love with all my heart. Have you seen him? No sooner did I depart from them than I found the one whom I love with all my heart. I held on to him, and now I won't let him go until I've brought him to my mother's house, to the chamber of the one who conceived me. I place you under oath, daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or the wild deer. Don't rouse, don't arouse love until it desires. The word of God. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Gospel of John. The next day, John was standing again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus walking along, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard what he said, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw them following, he asked, What are you looking for? They said, Rabbi, which is translated teacher, where are you staying? He replied, come and see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two disciples who heard what John said and followed Jesus was Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter. He first found his own brother Simon and said to him, we have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. He led him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. The word of God. Thanks be to God. It's a late summer morning in Athens, Georgia and Shannon Foley-Martinez sits barefoot on her back patio, smoking a cigarette, 
exchanging messages on her phone with a young man, a white nationalist. This isn't the first time she's had such a conversation. Herself a former neo-Nazi, Shannon now works to de-radicalize people captivated by white supremacy. She reads the question that he sent. What convinced you that you were wrong? Shannon takes another drag on her cigarette and tries to convey that hers was a change of heart before it was a change of mind. Most of my change in worldview, she types, had nothing, literally nothing to do with ideology. It had to do with why the ideology was seductive and felt empowering to me in the first place. I needed an explanation for why the world seemed like a threatening and brutal place for me. I began to see how that way of life really kept me looking at the world through victimhood and that blaming and targeting Jews, blacks and other groups didn't actually make me feel any safer or more empowered. It just kept my world really small and kept me focused on hurt and pain. The pattern is familiar. Shannon has helped dozens of formers, as they're called, get out of violent extremism. So often folks who have found their home in this fringe movement avoid talking about emotional needs. Instead, they want to know what simple answer of hers has replaced the simple answer that they cling to. Transformation doesn't involve simple answers. But it does feature what appears at first blush to be a simple question. What are you looking for? That's the question. That's the question Jesus asked Andrew and the other disciple. What are you looking for? You could bark out those words, of course. Hey, what are you looking for? Or perhaps you would draw, can I help you? Maybe direct confrontation is your style. What's your deal, huh? Why are you stalking me? But something tells me that isn't Jesus's tone. I can see the beginning of a smile forming on his face, laughter already in his eyes. What are you looking for? It's part riddle, part genuine curiosity. Jesus doesn't accuse them, nor does he excuse them. He wants to know and he wants them to stumble into their own knowing. Those disciples fumbling reply isn't much better than my friend's response when a spiritual director 
posed Jesus's question to him. When he related the experience to me, my friend perched on an armchair across from a middle-aged woman with probing gray eyes and a quavering sorrowful voice, he admitted that the first answer that popped into his mind was, what am I looking for? I'm looking for a way out of this conversation. I could feel his squirming discomfort, trying to find words. Do I even know what I'm looking for? If I name it or name something close to it, is she gonna laugh at me? But that spiritual director didn't laugh when he offered, um, what am I looking for? Love? Instead, she asked, how do you experience love? So it went question after question pushing past platitudes to brush against his true desire, the source of his restlessness. My heart is restless, old Saint Augustine prayed. My heart is restless till it finds its rest in you. Restlessness, it isn't just tossing and turning in bed. It's like the lover who, when the beloved does not come, declares, I will rise now and go all around the city, through the streets and the squares. I will look for the one whom I love with all my heart. Such seeking and searching after the heart's desire makes people nervous. If your friend took her cues from the lover in the Song of Songs, you would be concerned. But our anxiety runs deeper. Don't rouse, oh, do not arouse love until it desires, the lover asserts, because once you have woken the heart's longing, it will not go back to sleep. Not even once the lover has found the beloved. Once the restless heart finds its promised rest, it doesn't turn into a couch potato. No, it rises again with renewed energy. The poet Audre Lorde agreed. Having experienced the fullness of this depth of feeling, she wrote, and recognizing its power in honor and self-respect, we can require no less of ourselves. Once we begin to feel deeply all the aspects of our lives, we begin to demand from ourselves and from our life pursuits that they feel in accordance with that joy which we know ourselves to be capable of. The lover persists. Jesus, for his part, 
reaches out for relationship with Andrew and his companion. You want to know where I'm staying? Come and see. That depth of feeling, that bond of intimacy transformed Andrew. He hurried to bring his brother Simon into the fold of that embrace. We have found the Messiah, he exclaims, but truly the Messiah has found them and has stirred the embers of their longing, hoping to fan a flame that the world might know joy again. People of God, make friends with questions like, what are you looking for? And where do you go looking? That's what Shannon Martinez asks men and women who are open to the possibility of a life after hate. That's what Jesus asks us without pressuring us to provide stock answers, such as a uh, God or you. If we ask Jesus, where are you staying? He will gently invite us Come and see. And if we whisper a truth that flushes our faces with embarrassment, Jesus will not turn us away. He might even draw from the song of songs, saying, rise up then, my dearest, and go. Because as the mystic Simone Weil maintained Christ likes us to prefer truth to him because before being Christ, he is truth. If one turns aside from him to go toward the truth, one will not go far before falling into his arms. Christ's invitation Christ's good humor, Christ's all-embracing love. The waters of baptism wash away any doubt that these are God's promises to us. Wherever we go, however far we might travel from that font, God's grace will seek out our searching hearts, renewing our restless spirits for such passionate, transforming grace, let us give all glory and gratitude to God, source of our calling, spirit of power, savior of the world. Amen.